Okay, uh, so uh, we're continuing in Perk Yavis. We're up to Perk Aleph, Mishnavav. If you have a Shas, in the large Shas, in the Vilna Shas, in uh, the the end of Hoyrios, you have Perk Yavis, with the commentary of Rabbeinu Yaina. So if you want to follow inside, it's Perk Aleph, Mishnavav. Yeshua ben Prachia, Benitai Ha'arbeli, Kiblu Mehem. Yeshua ben Prachia, and Nitai Ha'arbeli, received the Torah from Yosei ben Yoyezer, Ishtreda, and Yosei ben Yochanan, Ishu Shalayim. They said, Yeshua ben Prachia Oimer, Asei Lecharav, make for yourself a, a rabbi, a rebbe. Make for yourself a rebbe. What does that mean? You have to install him? You have to give him smicha? Why do I need to make him a rebbe? He should be a Rebbe. He is a Rebbe. And then, and then I naturally follow him. No, you have to do something. Buy a friend. Purchase a friend. And you should judge everybody favorably. So I remember I once heard from Harav Victor Miller, that these three things are very much connected. You need to have a Rebbe. You need to have a friend. The only thing is, for most people, either both of these are impossible. Why? Who's going to be my Rebbe? He's going to be my Rebbe. Ah, oh, him, he has this fault, that fault, this problem, that deficiency. He, I don't He can't be, hey, my Rebbe. No, I remember seven years ago he did X, Y, and Z. How, how could anyone have a Rebbe? A friend? I wish I had a friend. But him, he did this to me. This guy doesn't answer me. This guy didn't do this. So there's no way, really, for a person to have a Rebbe or to have a friend unless... They're done as chaveroi lekafschos. That is the only way that a person can actually have a rebbe or a friend. But let's see Rabbi Yoyana. Yoshua ben Prachia v'nitai ho'arbeli kiblu mehem from Yosef ben Yoyazer sredo miYosef ben Yochanan eshushayim. Yoshua ben Prachia oimer asei lecharav. Yoshua ben Prachia said, "Make for yourself a rebbe." Sha'afilo sha'ata yodea kamaisai. What do you mean make for myself a Rebbe? Even if you know just as much as he does, I'm going to make him a Rebbe? I know just as much as he does. Make him your Rebbe over you. Why? Because a person remembers what his Rebbe taught him more than what he learned himself. Isn't that amazing? Many people, they learn a lot on their own. But actually, you remember better what you learn from a Rebbe more than you learn on your own. So even though he doesn't know more than me, but I'm going to humble myself before that person so I can learn from him because this way the Torah will stay in me. I remember I once heard from one of my Rabbi, Rabbi Binyamin Luban, that Rabbi Sula Petterberg and... Rev. Naftali Amsterdam, when uh, they came to Eretz Yisrael, they they were already in their uh, quite old, and uh, they didn't have Rabbi Solanter anymore, so they were looking for a Rebbe, even in their old age, even though they already became Gedolei Hadar, they were looking for 
a Rebbe. I think they went to Rav Shmuel Salant. If I'm not mistaken, Rav Shloim Walba, when um, he continued to look for a Rebbe, and I believe he used to go to Rabbi Yonah's son David, Shloim Walba, one of the greater, the G'doyle Balei Amosar. So everybody has to have a Rebbe. The first reason is because you remember what you learn from your Rebbe more than what you learn on your own. Va'oid ki pa'amim yavin adavar yoyser mimenu. Sometimes the Rebbe will understand it better than you. And he'll teach you something. Interesting. So even if he's not going to teach you anything, in other words, you're on par with him in Chachma. So he's not going to get a better pshat than you. He has no wisdom to offer you that you couldn't get yourself. Still make a Rebbe, because you'll remember what you learn from someone else better than what you learn on your own. Isn't that amazing? This person has nothing to offer you. But never, but it's worthwhile to go to his class because I'll remember it better. Furthermore, sometimes he'll understand it more. Maybe not always, sometimes, and he'll teach you something. Even if you're both equal. So that's an amazing thing. That means the person could be on a very high level, but they always have to have a Rebbe. You should buy a friend. What do you need a friend for? Three things you need a good friend for. I want, I want to add another thing to um, sometimes you'll remember something you learned from a Rebbe more even than something not only that you learned on your own something that you taught and have a many many times People come and they said, "Oh, remember? Uh, uh, I remember the shear that you gave two years ago, three years ago, ten years ago." And I tell you the truth, I don't remember. I don't remember. So how is it possible that they remember, and I don't remember? You know, in all humility, I'm the one who gave it. <laughs> How could it be? The answer is not only do you remember better something you learned from somebody better than something you learned on your own. In certain ways, you'll remember something you learned from someone better than something you taught yourself. I remember things I heard from Rabbeim, and they're much clearer in my mind, and they're much deeper than even things that I learned and taught. So, it's very important in all stages in life to have a Rebbe. Number two, and the person doesn't have to be greater than you. Number two, have a friend. What do you need a friend for? For learning. A lot of Torah I learned from my Rebbe. And from my friends, more. And from my students, more than all of them. So, it's important to have a friend. Now, let's say I'm giving a shear. If I know that the guy's going to challenge me, doesn't mean I like it. I don't like it's, it. Sometimes it could it interferes, but I'm, I'm going to prepare better and I'm going to make sure I get it clearer because if I have to answer to somebody, no question. So mitalmidai yoiser meraboisai. 
So number one, you need a friend for learning. Number two, v'asheni lamitzvays. Sha'af b'shein chaver chosmenu. Why do I need a friend for mitzvahs? Even though my friend is not more righteous than me. Ufa'amim shigam hu oyser shalachadah. Sometimes he acts improperly. Kishu nene bedavar. When he benefits, oysavera. In other words, I need to have a friend to keep me in check in doing mitzvahs. Why? Because even though my friend, he's not a bigger tzaddik than me, and sometimes he sins, but he'll only sin when he stands to gain. But he doesn't want me to sin, because he doesn't benefit. Nobody sins if he doesn't stand to gain. He will reprimand the friend from sinning. And I'll pay him back when I see him doing something wrong. He'll tell me. In other words, you know what a friend is? A friend is someone who'll tell, tell you off. Hey, you're not davening right. You're not learning right. You're not living right. Now, it doesn't mean he's better than you. But he sins because he has what to gain from it. But he has nothing to gain from you sinning. So, in other words, a friend, if the guy sitting next to you in shul... He's talking to you. He's not your friend. He's your enemy. He wants to kill you. He wants you to be harmed by having conversation. He's not your friend. You know, people, where do they position themselves in the show? Oh, I want to sit on this row because the guy. No, you should, your real friends are the people who don't talk to you. The people who talk to you are your enemies. Anyway, I don't think I ever spoke about that subject before. I'm just, you know, Throwing it in just in case I haven't mentioned it. Um, number three, you need a friend. You need a friend for advice. That you could take from the city to help you in all your matters. To be able to get good advice. And to be someone that you could confide in. Someone you could take advice from to be someone who could hold a secret. That he won't tell to others. So that people won't know your thoughts. Even, he won't tell it even to people who look like your allies. Because it's not always recognizable who is your ally. One who foils thoughts without um, seclusion and with great counsel, one will stand. What does this mean? Why do you need to buy a friend? Look, if we click, then we're friends. If we don't click, we're not friends. Why do I need to buy you? What that means is, If you can't find the person for free, buy him with money. Spend assets in order to acquire a good friend. Or buy him with pleasant words. Uh, persuade him. With a soft language. Now, the thing is, it's not easy to keep a friend because he's bound to annoy you. 
And if he annoys you, you might tell him off. No, don't be makbid with him. And tolerate his words. Even if he says something against you. Meaning just because the person says something against you, it doesn't mean he's not your friend. Please forgive the expression. I don't like to say this word, but I'm going to say it for just the purpose of this point. Just because somebody tells you something stupid, it doesn't mean you should write him off. Because people say stupid things. That is human nature. And if the person is in general an upstanding person, and he is a good friend, you could get advice from him, he could set you straight. Even if he says something to you one time that's insulting, that's human nature. People don't always say the right things. In fact, often they say dumb things. And overlook it. Don't answer him. Otherwise, your friendship won't remain intact. Minds are at odds. Sometimes he'll ask something. No, I don't want to do it. If you don't tolerate him, the friendship will end. In other words, you asked somebody to do something for you. He said, no. Oh, that's it. I'm not going to be... Relax. Doesn't mean he shouldn't be your friend anymore. Doesn't mean you should write him off. That's human nature. By the way, it's the same thing with a Rebbe. Don't think, oh, he can't be my Rebbe. He said something so ridiculous. Um, One thing I learned a long time ago is don't write off a Rebbe because in your mind they did something improper or silly. Because you know what? And if the person in general or the overwhelming majority of their conduct and their behavior and their teachings are good, are proper, are straight, then you know what? We don't live. A, we don't have Moshe Rabbeinu as our Rabbeim, and uh, that's what Rav Miller would say. The, really, the uh, it's so important that have call Adam will maintain, will make sure, will ensure, ensure with as an insurance policy that we keep our Rav and we keep our Chaver. Now, one who covers up infraction, sin, seeks love. Someone who's able to overlook fault, he seeks out goodwill. What does this mean? One who covers over when his friend sins, he's seeking love. With this, his ava will remain. By tolerating his infractions, but but if somebody says something against you, and you repeat it, look what Pliny said, what Pliny spoke, he's separating his chief, his friend from him. So the key to maintaining friends is turning the other way, ignoring, 
not paying attention. And by the way, this applies to all relationships, children, parents, siblings, spouse. People are going to say things to you that are not nice. And often it's the people closest to you. So you need to basically understand that people say things that are sometimes foolish. And the, the, a good recipe in life is have a short-term memory. Why is it when it comes to learning, we forget everything we learned yesterday? And when it comes to things people said to us, we have a very, very good memory. Oh, 19 years ago, when they invited me to the chasana, they forgot to... So it's important that, um, you know, in the Sefer Archa Sadiqim, memory is a midah. You know that? Memory is a midah. It's something that you need to use. Forgetfulness is a midah. So remember your learning and forget the things people say to you. Rabbi Yisai, okay, we're going to go to the Shir on Tefillah.